What's up, 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 if I told you God considered the greatest of all time was going to take three years off going to make a comeback at age 35 going against a number one contender in his sport for a championship I was going to beat the guy in the first round. You'd be like, that's stupid. That would never, ever happen. No matter how great the person is. That's unrealistic. That's exactly what happened on Saturday. Un. Freaking believable, you know. You guys know me. I've always been a big John Jones fan, and what you know. And they said that he was, and he said before the fight was going to be easy, and he did the damn thing. Un freaking believable, man. Like I said, I I was just excited for the man. Um, Steve Belichick, he was, yo. I never seen a dude so salty after a match. Like he was so salty uh, after the match. He was like so pissed off because John Jones was getting all the attention, you know, and you know, and things of that nature. I mean, I, I guess I can understand, you know. He's like, "Oh, I'm bigger. I'm two fifty three. Uh, you know, we were supposed to fight before, and blah blah blah, this and that. What whatevs? Whatevs? Well, listen, y'all. Everything happens for a reason. That was the right fight for John Jones. He might be trying to go out because if he fight Stipe Mochik. You know what I'm saying? Like, will it be the point of him fighting anymore after that? So this way we get to see at least John Jones again. At least one more time. And we'll take it from there. You know? And uh, Shishchenko, loser, uh, against uh, Alexa Grasso. Viva la Mexico. Listen, Mexico stand up. They got three champs now. Because um, we got Brandon Moreno, uh, you know, you know, now he's champ, um, and and uh, and then we got Alexa Grasso. Yo, it was plus six hundred on that fight, plus six hundred. Yeah, so I bet because it was plus six hundred. I was like, eh, whatevs. I only bet. I bet like I think ten bucks or something stupid. I was like, eh. Whatevs, you know what I'm saying? Don't really matter anyway, because she's gonna lose just ten bucks. Like, I'll be alright. And I was shocked that she ended up winning that fight. Um she you know, she made a mistake. You know, Tizashenko, I said her time was coming. I told you past podcasts, this is an old podcast, but I'm trying to tell you guys, you guys need to start listening to me. I didn't think it'd be against Alexa Grasso that she would, like, fall down to. But same thing for the man of news losing to Juliana Pena. No one saw that coming either. You know? Um, but, um, yo, props to Alexa Grasso. If, listen, I think 
you know, obviously, if Shashenko didn't, if you saw the fight, if she didn't do the spin kick and miss, I don't, you know, say so she admit it was a mistake trying to do the spin kick. You know, I think we're going to see a more conservative value to Shashenko. She wants to rematch. Dana Wright already said, if there's talks of a Nunez, Shashenko, that's off. There's no point of doing that fight. You know, unless Shashenko says she cuts to 125, doesn't want to cut to 125 anymore, and wants to do the fight at 135. We've already seen Amanda Nunez beat Shashenko twice. At 135. You know, and I don't know if Shashenko has the frame for 145. So... I mean, what would be the point? So, uh, props to Mexico. Uh, you know, Raya Rodriguez, you know, he's not an interim champion. Uh, he beat, uh, you know, Josh Emmett last, uh, last UFC event, uh, UFC 285. So that's three champs. You know, he's an interim champ. He's still a champ. Dana White's been talking about getting into Mexico, building facilities in Mexico. Next is Africa, you know. So pretty much I want to see everything's going to Dana White's plan. But, um, yeah, it, you know, I had a lot of fun watching UFC this weekend. It was a great card. Um, you know, Jeff Neal didn't make weight, as you guys know. Uh, but still, uh, uh, was nice with it. Um, he still gave him a bonus. Cause he, you know, it was a, you know, it wasn't entertaining for three rounds where Rachmaninoff goes. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to welterweight. You know, it, you know, I'm, you know, there's talks of him, um, you know, uh, either you know, fighting uh, uh, Cody, you know, that would be, uh, you know, interested. Um, you, know, you know, that's what we call out after the fight. So, I, I, you know, that'll be a wait and see type thing. That'll be a big jump. You know, uh, maybe Jorge Masvidal first. You know, Masvidal is almost like a gatekeeper in the welterweight division. No offense to him, but he almost comes off as a gatekeeper um, in, in the welterweight division. But that's what's there. No, I'm talking about Cody Garant. Colby Covington, I'm sorry. He called out Colby Covington. Yeah, listen, you know, we know Colby Covington's a cardio freak. Um, that's a big jump. Um, you know, maybe him and Kazmat, that would be interesting. Um, but we'll see. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, Gilbert would be interested fight. You know, Steven Thompson's always, but I, uh, I'm pretty sure after the way, you know, you beat that Jeff Neal, Colby or Kazmat, that'll be interesting. And you know what though? I think the UFC should make the winner of the Leon Edwards Kazmat fight. I'm sorry, the Leon Edwards Uzma fight. Fight the winner of the Kobe, uh, you know, uh, Shaftcat fight. But it might be too soon for Shaftcat. Kaz Matt might have something to say um, about that. You, you know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, Kaz Matt's already talking about moving up to middleweight. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think he likes the, you know, he, I don't think he can handle the cut at 170 um, anymore. But he wants to fight at middleweight. You know, he might try to fight the winner of the rematch of the Israel Israel Asanya uh, PR match. I'll tell you what, because if Israel Asanya wins that fight, you know he's already beaten Robert Whitaker. We don't want to see that. Janet Derek, we don't want Derek. He's already beaten all the guys. He's already cleaned out the division. You know, and no offense, I don't want to see Alex Pereira versus any of those guys either. 
Kazmat's got to fight the winner of the Alex Pereira Israel Sanya match. That's the that's the only thing we'd want to see. You know what I'm saying? Kevin really doesn't want to do, cut the 170. Wants to do 185. He's already talked about it. Um, yeah, that's what I want to see. I think the whole world wants to see that. Because I don't want to see Piera go against Robert Whitaker, Jared Kenner, Marvin Vittatore. You know, Marvin Vittatore is a big... Uh, I, no, you know, I don't think he's going to be Doug, Buster, Paulo, Kyle. I, nobody wants to see that. I don't want to see it. You know, nobody wants to see it. Kazmat's the only person to fight. Then after a Kazmat fight, we'll take it from there, you know. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there, you know, after that, you know, so, I mean, that's, you know, that's my take, you know, on that, obviously, Alexander Volkanovs is going to fight, yeah, Rodriguez, I don't think there should have been an interim title, I think that was silly anyway, but whatever, they did an interim belt, they did an interim, you know, title, you know, you got Peter Yan fighting Marlon Vera for fight night, um, that could be interesting. The winner of that fight probably fights Aljamain Sterling. Listen, I'd like to see Sean Sean O'Malley versus Aljamain Sterling. I'd like to see that fight first. And the winner of that fight, let's fight in September. You know what I'm saying? In the year on top. That's something that I would see. I'm not a matchmaker. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll have to take it from there. But, uh, yeah, that that's my UFC hot takes and how um, I feel about everything. Um, like I said, make some money for John Jones. The real money is to make you know I didn't make all like submissions and things of that nature. So that's what I, I didn't do. So, but you know it was you know it was it was a good better weekend for me. Um, that's all I gotta say about that. Well, we gotta talk about Creed though. Creed number one, three number one movie in the country. I don't know if I want to see it. You know, usually I do my reviews. I, I really wasn't hyped up for it. You, you know what I'm saying? I was like, uh... You, you know, Michael B. Jordan directed the movie. Happy for him. You know, he's got, he's got the number one movie in the country. You got you got to be happy for him. Jonathan Majors. Think about Jonathan Majors. He's been the number one movie in the country the last three weeks. So, you know, it's been heavy Jonathan Majors. Props to that brother. It's so <coughs> it's so funny. We, we, got to, we were talking about the Creed 3... We also got to talk about the downfall of Ant-Man. And maybe, I don't know if this is necessarily the downfall of MCU, but this could, but Ant-Man might be leading the charge for the downfall of MCU. But I know, it made $100 million over the weekend. How are you going to say it's a downfall? No one cares. No one cares. Right? It made, 100 move, it made $100 million over the weekend. Right? The next weekend, it dropped to $31 million. That's a difference of almost 70%. Usually, you don't want your your movie in your second week. To, you guys know I've said it all the time. And you don't want your second week sales to dip below 50%. So when you drop 70, almost 70% in your second weekend, that is a problem. And Cocaine Bear did $23 million and, and Jesus Resolution fit $15 million in Ant-Man's second week. So America was split between Cocaine Bear and Ant-Man. That's what that's what it was. That was pretty much what America was saying. They didn't know which to see. You know what I'm saying? Ant Man or Cocaine Bear? You know, you can make an argument that Cocaine Bear took the Ant Man sales. But if Ant Man was that good, right? People would not have wanted to see Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear could have been in the four or five million range. 
But, you know, America was split between that and Cocaine Bear. You know, and then the following weekend, you know, listen, Cocaine Bear dropped 50%. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Made $23 million open a weekend and made $11 million. So it made so 52%. So that's the difference between, you know what I'm saying? That means some people might have seen Cocaine Bear twice. Or they told a friend. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then Ant-Man, you know, had a 59% drop off, $12 million. Yeah, you know, so you could argue that Ant-Man's a flop. Even though I made $187 million, you can make an argument as a flop, you know. Um, where does Creed go? Is Creed going to make $100 million? Possibly, you know. Um, you know, you hope Creed, if you're the franchise, you don't dip below, you know, $30 million next weekend that much. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, because what? You know, 24 million half. You know, you know, so 24, 25 million. So yeah, so you you don't get too low. Um, you know, you want to make at least 100 million if you're the Creed franchise. Uh, try to maybe do a fourth one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it is just you know, you you got the can't stop, won't stop MCU, and but then you know you have that mess, and it's just sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, MCU's like, we're just going to put out anything, and you're going to see it. It's like, no, nah, man. Like, fans are disappointed with the She-Hulk. You know, you have some hardcore fans just disappointed with Loki. You know, people are on the fence, you know, with uh, with WandaVision. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, opening weekend, everybody's going to see these movies, and then after opening weekend, everybody just runs away. You know what I'm saying? So let's see what let's see what they do. MCU in the future. Maybe maybe there's some lessons to be learned. Uh, but we'll just have to wait to see if they you know if MCU does have any lessons to learn and applies it. You know. Um, now I know you guys are probably. Oh no! Well, we, oh, you know what? We're about to get to the next. Don't worry. Well, I, I know you guys are saying. But we're gonna before we get to the next. But we gotta talk about some John Moran. Um, cops are now investigating them. I just found out today. Um, waving a gun live on IG. You know, we, you know, we, we, we've talked about this before. You know what I'm saying? And I love his dad. I was, you know what I'm saying? But like T Morant almost asked like a, a fanboy compared to being his father. You know, and he, you know, and John Morant's a father. He's always bringing his daughter in press conferences. You know what I'm saying? I really feel that, like, he's trying to, like I said, he's trying to do this thug life image. Like, you know, I you know, said this before. He doesn't need to do that. Now, cops are involved. Nike released a statement saying we're, you know, we're in support of Ja and blah, 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 this or that. I'm rooting for Ja. You know what I'm saying? I don't think time away is what he needs. I think he just needs to play. You know. So time away. Let's quell the news. They're going to bring it up hardcore when they come back. And now you're getting the cops involved. They're just going to bring it up. This whole time away is not going to be the answer. In my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying. I think he needs to play. Just doing a damn thing. Get back out on the court. 
play basketball, go home. Stop this wilding, stop this clubbing, stop all that mess. Just play basketball or just go home. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think he really needs to do. You know what I'm saying? Be by your family. You know, stop being, you know, these boys, you know, your crew, you know, you know, I guess you see what they supposed was like, some of them are good, some of them, you know, you know what I'm saying? But they got the, you know, you got the two or three bad apples in the bunch. But they always say, take three bad apples to ruin the whole bunch, you know, and that's the scene that's going on with Ja. So I'm rooting for him. And, I, you know, I hope he figures everything out. On the real, you know, because it's sad. You know, he's gonna mess up his money, yo. He's legit gonna mess up his money, and I want to see anybody messing up their money. In my personal opinion, but real quick, let's get money real quick, yo. If they, listen, I, I know I got some Giants fans, yo, y'all Giants. If you give Daniel Jones a hundred forty million dollars, if you have a son, right? Under 15 years old, you need to make him a quarterback. If Daniel Jones gets $140 million, I don't, go, I don't care what's guaranteed. 80, 100. If Daniel Jones gets $140 million, I don't care about, I know you guys say, it's the market. I don't care about the market. I, I love me some Daniel Jones. I think he's okay. He's not worth $140 million. $40 million, He's not worth that. And you're going to give... say You're going to franchise that Saquon Barkley for $10 million? Saquon gone. He gone. And then let's see what Daniel Judge does. Daniel Judge does without Saquon. Because Saquon was an office last year. No wide receivers. It was a Saquon Barkley show. Now, I know you're going to say Danielle, you know, was running around as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they're running around because they're so focused on Saquon. That's what he's able to run. And he had nobody to throw it to because Saquon's a threat. Like I said, not my money. I'm just saying. You Giants fans, y'all screwed the pooch on that one. You should have locked up Saquon earlier. Daniel Jones earlier. Y'all should have figured that out earlier. Instead of you hiring a new coach and you don't know what's going on with the quarterback position and your running back position at the same time. Y'all should have figured that out. My personal opinion. That's how I feel about But I got to say this, though. Because I know you guys are all going to say, Rock 25, talking shit about the Knicks. Beat the Celtics twice in seven days. Finally going to slurp them up. Nope, I'm still not. Listen. But they didn't have Jalen Brunson last night. Yeah, you're right. They didn't have Jalen Brunson. I told you guys about quickly. I told you guys about quickly when he first came into the league. I told you that they should have kept quickly. Knox, Randall, right, Obi and Mitch. And done a youth movement. I told you that. So him dropping 38 on the Celtics, that's not news. Emmanuel Quickly is a runaway sixth man of the year. It's his trophy to lose. He's the sixth man of the year. It, just give it to him. 
There's nobody else worthy of it, in my opinion. Now, you know, if I've talked about one or two other players, but now it's it's Quickly's award now. You know what I'm saying? So, shoot. <laughs> like I said, guys, who it doesn't who doesn't matter. Listen, if the Knicks make the Eastern Conference Finals, then maybe. Right, but if they, right, they lose they lose to. Cleveland in the first round, Cleveland's just going to get, you know, I'm going to say Cleveland's necessarily going to get better, you know, but you still got Donovan Mitchell, they still got a young nucleus, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I know you said Knicks have a young nucleus too, but you can't, listen, Quentin Grimes has been a no-show pretty much the whole year. Miles McBride ain't that dude. You know what I'm saying? Right? We gave him under Aaron Fournier 7-8 milli. Was it three years we gave him that? Four years, whatever. So we got three, we got two, at least two years left of Emmanuel of uh, of uh, Evan Fournier left on the squad, right? Right. So so we got that. What, what's the future with the Knicks? Obi, you gonna resign Obi? Until to what? You already signed Mitchell Robinson. You gonna resign Obi? Right. You gonna resign quickly? What are the Knicks doing? You got all these draft picks. What are you doing with them? Right, if you're not getting Victor Wyambaya, right, if you're not going to get Kyrie Irving, right, because they could do a sign and trade with Kyrie Irving, because I'm pretty sure the Mavericks are going to want Grimes, give him Grimes, Miles McBride. I'm not giving up quickly. I'm going to hold off for quickly. You know what I'm saying? If I got to give up picks, I'll give them back picks. You got to keep quickly. You're the Knicks. But you're the Knicks. You also drafted them in the first round. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting what the Knicks do going forward. But I'm just saying, let's pump the brakes on the New York Knicks. Right. And I'm just not starting to get on a hype train. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because what is the end goal? Don't tell me it's a championship. This is a championship level squad. We haven't beaten Milwaukee all year. I keep on trying to tell y'all. Milwaukee's won 16 of the last 17 games. I've beat Milwaukee all year. We might not beat Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? We could maybe catch, maybe catch Philly. I don't know if we could catch Philly. You know what I'm saying? So, we just gotta, we just gotta pump the brakes. All right. And that's, that's, that's just how I feel. All right. So, no, this is the Mayakopa podcast where I apologize. You know what I'm saying? So, we, we, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that today. You know, uh, he's for some motivation real quick. Um, some, some BS happened to me earlier this week. And you know what, though? You know, fortunately, clearer heads prevailed, you know. And sometimes we get caught up in our own BS in a sense of, like, listen, it's all right to have a chip on your shoulder and things of that nature, though. But you never want to put yourself in a position where, you explain to your family members, your your friends and family, why, why, you know, when you do boneheaded things, you know what I'm saying? Some dude was trying to, like, fight me the other day, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, you know, people were like, you know, that was like, I wasn't trying to fight him back, but I was, like, going on with the conversation, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so you want, I was like, you know, you know me, blah, 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 this and that. And, uh, and then my one friend, you know, said, yo, yo, don't even do that. You know what? I was like, you know what? 
You're goddamn right. Why would I do this? Why would I egg on this conversation? You know what I'm saying? What do I get out of this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I get to a verbal altercation for what? Nothing. Even if I fought and won, I don't get anything out of it. I'm going to jail, getting fired, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So, we just, you know, we just got to be more self-conscious. You know what I'm saying? And the main point I'm trying to say, sometimes we got to check our ego. You know, I was trying to land on this. He's like, well, Landon was like, yeah, dad, if I was there, I would have, but you ain't got to talk to my dad that way. And I was like, same time, yo, this is to be the point. You know what I'm saying? You got, you know, it's you got. When it's time to hit somebody with the stats, you got to pick your spot. Sometimes you don't got to hit people with your stats. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to hit them with the stats, let them know what's good. But now you don't have to do it every time. You know what I'm saying? So you can't throw 100 miles an hour each time. Because you throw 100 miles an hour doesn't mean you're the baddest man on earth. You know what I'm if you don't got no curveball, you got no slider. You got no change up, you know. It don't matter. Your your hundred mile fastball can get hit. You can throw 105, 106 miles an hour. It'll get, you know, they they'll catch up to it eventually. You know what I'm saying? Hit them with the stats, right? But pick your spots when to hit them with it. Though. This is Rock Twenty Five. Show the craziness. And remember, be great at everything.